a guy that knows uh, all those questions and many more that I would never even think to ask is Jason Frank Konigsberg, as his friends call him, JFK. He's a film critic with panandslam.com and uh, a, a frequent contributor to previous iterations of this program. Jason, thanks for getting up early for us. I know it's a struggle. My pleasure, Frank. It's been a long time, so it's. Uh, I just wish I could be back in the studio with you, like the old days. Yeah, same, same here. I same, same here. We'll get you back in one way or another sooner rather than later. Now, uh, Sunday's the big day, the Academy Awards. Now, uh, for people that haven't been following this stuff, what are the changes that are in place in this year's ceremony as compared to how it's been previously? Well, I believe this year they're doing less, uh, like best editing, like certain categories are not going to be televised and people are upset about that. They've been toying with that idea years ago and then they went back on it. I think this year they're finally sticking with that. That's the only really major change that I can foresee. I don't think there's anything else COVID related. Uh, changes like we saw last year. Now, um, those those awards that they're not showing, the editing and the best sound and so forth, are, are people going to be able to at least watch them on the Internet or something? That I don't know. I'm not sure about that. You should be happy, though, because every year that we when we used to do this show, right. uh, Oscar preview show yearly, you always criticize the sound mixing. I, I said combine it. Two separate combine categories. It. But I still yeah, think you always said that. I found that during these Oscar ceremonies, a lot of the most memorable moments came from the, the the those other awards that they're now cutting out of it. I think it's a, I think it's a shame just from a, a, a memorable television point of view. Yeah, I'm okay with I I agree with that and I've been upset for years that they took out the, you know, Gene Hirschhold lifetime uh and humanitarian awards like we used to see like great tributes to great Yeah, why did they do away with that? I have no idea. Golden Globes didn't do away with it, but uh the Oscars did away with that. Oh, I don't know, for the past 10 years maybe. Yeah, Oscars you know, uh, Golden then, Globes just did away with televising their show entirely. Which I'm okay with, too, because the Golden Globes, I mean, they were fun, I guess. I think it was Warren Beatty who had the uh, the quote, Golden Globes are fun, Oscars are business. Uh, So he's kind of right. So Uh, Now, in terms of the, um, you know, the the hosts of the Oscars this year, I remember last couple of years they didn't have a host. I understand the host is back this year. Who is it? I, you know what? Who is the host? I'm not I didn't I thought they were doing the same thing that they did previously with multiple people. Oh, I, you know, I think it is multiple people. I, I'm going to have to look that up while I'm talking to you. Yeah, right. OK. I'm not sure exactly who the host is. I, I do remember there's been a lot of controversy because Kevin Hart was supposed to do it. This was years ago. And he said no. So the, the hosting the, the job of hosting the Oscars isn't the you know, glory uh, job that it used to be in the days of Johnny Carson and Billy Crystal, certainly. Okay, apparently it's Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. That's Those are the three hosts of this year. Three women and uh, two two women of color there. I, I like Wanda Sykes. I haven't seen her in the longest time. Yeah, I like so. Amy Schumer, too. So hopefully hopefully that aspect of things is, uh, is good. Now, um, it, the film that got the most nominations this year... It was The Power of the Dog, which I saw uh, yesterday for the first time. What was your review of The Power of the Dog? Uh, did you manage to keep your eyes open during <laughs> Power of the Dog? I mean, I, here's, I, I'm all for a slow burn, okay? And I, I, so I, I don't want to be taken like, oh, you know, it, it, subtlety is good and movies lack subtlety. But when your movie is nothing but subtlety, literally 
there's an aha moment and their aha moment. It's not like the sixth sense where it comes at the end or, you know, this is the last 30 seconds. Literally, the final shot is the only reason that makes the power of the dog worth watching. I was not a fan of it. I certainly don't think it was worthy of 12 Oscar nominations. What we're seeing now is Netflix has become the new Miramax. And I don't mean that because Harvey Weinstein, you know, sexually assaulting women. <laughs> I mean that with their ruthless campaigning. Because all the people that work for Miramax, I believe you told me this a few years ago, they now work for Netflix and we're seeing that. There's That movie does not deserve 12 Oscar nominations. Every single major actor in that movie does not deserve an Oscar nomination. But, by the way, so. um, uh, what films this year, and we're talking with Jason Konigsberg, you could check out his reviews on a regular basis at panandslam.com, didn't get nominated for any Academy Awards that you think were deserving of some Oscars? My Usually, I, I struggle with this question. This year, it's a very easy... My two favorite movies of last year, my favorite movie of last year was The Last Duel, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Matt Damon, Adam Driver, Jodie Comer, Ben Affleck. They also wrote the movie, uh, Damon and Affleck. That was my favorite movie of last year. No Oscar nominations. Uh, and the French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson movie. I know you're a Wes. Anderson I am. I haven't seen it yet. It's on. I, I'm so far behind because of uh, Young Carmine that uh, I'm I'm embarrassed. But I I'm looking forward to seeing that one. It was it's worth on seeing. HBO Max. It's on, and you should see that before you see any of the Best Picture nominees. Really? Okay. Those were my two favorites. So it sounds like uh, you know, Power of the Dog, notwithstanding. You didn't think uh, this this crop of Best Picture nominees was too impressive? No, not particular. I kept hoping to really, you know, every time I went to see one, I was hoping, oh, this is going to be good. And eh, not, not really. Um, I, I was, I was actually most disappointed with um, probably the power of the dog. But yeah, none of them were really that impressive. I guess of the looking at the nominees now, I guess Drive My Car and Dune are my two favorites. Now, let's say people are in an Oscar pool and they want to make some predictions. Uh, You're usually pretty good with this stuff. Give me your predictions for what you think is going to happen in uh, the major categories. Uh, Best best picture, best leading actor categories. Okay, well, I think best picture because she won the DGA and and it seems that there's nothing. She's won every award to this point. Uh, Jane Campion is going to... She's the first first woman nominated twice for Best Director. She was nominated for the piano. Did you ever see the piano? I saw it. I, that, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I liked it. I remember liking that. You know, years ago, much more than Power of the Dog. So Jane Campion, talented uh, director. Just I didn't love the Power of the Dog. Um, and Sam Elliott, he had some controversial words for it, saying like a woman from New Zealand or uh, or Australia, wherever she's from. They can't, you know, direct an American Western. I don't think that's true, but uh, that wasn't, I don't think the direction was really my only problem with it. But I think Power of the Dog's going to win Best Picture. I think Power of the Dog, Jane Campion's going to win Best Director. Um, and then as we go down further, Best Actor, um, it's probably going to be Will Smith. I really? Think, for, yeah, I, what are the other, I'm trying to, let me look at what the other nominees are uh, for Best Actor. Uh yeah, I think it's going to be Will Smith because I kind of, it's kind of like the, you know, it's his year sort of thing. So um, I would say probably hey, maybe Benedict Cumberpatch has a chance to upset, but I think it's going to be Will Smith for best actor in a leading role, best actor in a supporting role. I think it's going to end up being uh, Troy Kotsur from CODA. 
Um, so I would say put your money on him. Uh, best actress in a leading role. This one is a two-way race, I think. It's going to be either Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I think she's the popular choice. But I think the critic slash academy choice is going to be Jessica Chastain for Eyes of Tammy Faye. They're both playing famous people. But I feel like Jessica Chastain has a little bit more prestige to her. It's sort of like, remember when Stallone lost to Mark Rylance right. or Bridge of Sp- Okay, it's sort of like a lot of people may still view Kristen Stewart as, you know, the twilight and all that garbage that she used to make, even though she's really a talented actress and also not for nothing. I don't think that, did you see Spencer? It's on Hulu right now. No, not yet. Not yet. It's not that good. Eyes of Tammy Faye is good only because Jessica Chastain is incredible in it. She's outstanding. So if you get a chance to see that, that's on HBO max. That's more worth watching. I think than Spencer. I, I had uh, uh, Ben Menkowitz from um, TCM on yesterday. He was predicting Coda, which I saw and I really liked. What did you think of Coda and what do you think of Coda's picture? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's good. I mean, because it won. What did it win? It's good. It's fine. I like the Sound of Metal a little bit better from last year, which dealt with similar themes, I guess. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I would say, I, 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 I don't know. He thinks that's going to win Best Picture over Power that, of the Dog? Really? That's what he said, yeah. That's what he said. Okay. Well, maybe that'll win Best Picture and Jane Campion will win Best Director. I could see something like that happening, but I think if it's going to go to a movie that's on a streaming service, I think it's going to go to Netflix. Interesting. That's, Interesting. That's, I just, I feel like it's, you know, the big like Warner Brothers or Disney versus Little Puny, I don't know, a Little Puny uh, studio that puts something out. Not that Apple's puny, but you get the point. Like, I mean, Netflix has been a powerhouse and a force at the Oscars. Before with The Irishman, Roma, um, I feel like they have, you know, big movies. Marriage Story was a, a Netflix movie. So I just feel like Netflix, they have a lot more money and a lot more, I don't know, campaigning involved in this. So um, do you have any other? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say one other. Um, you know, go over the actress. Uh, we've Please, the best yeah. actress. I think it's going to be Jessica Chastain. Actress is in a supporting role. I think absolutely. Put your money on Ariana DeBose for West Side Story because um, I, I highly doubt anyone else is going to win in that acting category. So that those would be my uh, – for the big categories, for the acting nominations, I would say those would be the ones you should place your bets on. Now, um, in terms of any rooting interest that you might have, is there anybody nominated in any category that you really feel is particularly deserving and that you're really hoping pulls out a win this year? Not really. I mean, I love Paul Thomas Anderson, but I didn't love Licorice Pizza, so I definitely think he will be nominated again for something in the future. Um, and so it would be nice to see him win his first Oscar, but not for that movie. It's kind of like when Kate Winslet won for The Reader. I was like, oh, come on. She's great. She's deserving, but there's so many better movies. Um, otherwise, no, there really isn't, because like I said, my favorite movies, none of them uh, got any major nominations from this past year, uh, and I really didn't think this was a great year for movies probably because of covid uh being a factor um i think the cinemas i I would like to see a movie that gets to come out and released in cinemas the old-fashioned way but i just you know it's it's just not happening maybe kenneth branagh because i realized he has a few nominations for belfast and he's a you know terrific actor, writer, director, and he has been for quite some time. Uh, he, he's never won. I think he has the record now for most different nominations in different category: director, picture, actor, supporting actor. Obviously, not for the same movie and over a 
career of, you know, 30 something years. Um, so maybe I would like to see Kenneth Branagh finally win an Oscar for Belfast. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting. Hey, one of the things that we've seen is the Academy Awards has shedded audience in recent years. It used to be uh, the entertainment version of the Super Bowl. It used to be the thing that everybody watched that you knew everyone was going to be talking about the next day. These days, that's not the case. Why do you think the audience for these award shows and the Oscars specifically has diminished over the years? Why, I would say for this year, it's harder to see these movies. But what about last year? How many different streaming services to see all of these movies? Right, it's true. And then go to the theater. And with going to the theater the past two years, obviously, up until very recently, COVID was a major, you know, deterrent for that. Um, So that's a factor. So I I think people don't want to get every streaming service for, you know, to see every single movie. That's, uh, you know... That's a burden. That's whereas in the old days, if you had cable, you had HBO or Showtime, and, you know, you could rent the movies. You could go to the video store and rent them. Now I guess you could rent them on Amazon or, you know, pay uh, on demand them. But And I think a lot of people are cutting cable. That's a reason why. I mean, that's a reason why I, you know, I have to get creative if I'm going to watch them. I don't have cable anymore. Mm. So, um, yeah, but uh, there's there's ways around it. I mean, we all might know someone who has cable or someone who pays for the Hulu Live or YouTube Live TV or stuff like that. But uh, it's just not, yeah, it's not feasible anymore. Whereas I, I'm not the biggest football fan. I love baseball, but yeah, football has somehow has a stranglehold on our country with Sundays. And if there's a big football game, whether they like the teams or not, they're going to watch it. So that's, it's just a, it's a different, you know, different animal. Movies don't have the same uh, impact or pull on our, culture our society as football does so i guess that's a major major factor and people haven't seen these movies maybe if spider-man was nominated or the batman was nominated i guess this was why i remember how i was against them trying to do the most popular movie and i said no that's the people choice awards that's the mtv awards we shouldn't have to do that maybe that the oscars were you know trying to get ratings are there any big are there any big scandals this year in recent years we had the oscars so white scandal then we had the uh uh, the Me Too scandal and some other related issues. Is there anything very controversial this year that people are on the lookout for? Think of yeah, I mean, there were years ago there was I forgot Casey Affleck was nominated uh, for and you know, he was uh, one of the right, there, there was the Green people. Book scandal, you know. Green, the, well, Green Book just wasn't yeah. There was a scandal also saying that the movie was uh, you know pretty much a hundred percent not true. Right. Um, but yeah, Green Book was sort of the uh, white savior, you know, movie du jour uh, of that year. Yeah, I guess there isn't really that. There's a lot of female nominees, a lot of nom- in you know categories where there aren't usually female nominees there's a lot of nominees of color uh black white hispanic um asian uh if you get a chance i did enjoy drive my car it's three hours and i I think that's another factor why maybe people aren't into movies so much we don't have the stipulations of vhs or the old days where a movie had to be around two hours or where they wanted to fit in as many movies as they could in a screening time in a theater now you know movies are three hours they don't care they're three hours and I think that's detrimental because they sit down and give up three hours of their time for something that they may not even like. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. But, By the but way, watch Drive My Car on HBO if you get a chance. That is deserving of its nominations. I wish it got more nominations. Last question. Is there anything that you really uh, disliked that's nominated for Best Picture? Forgetting about not being crazy about, but strongly actually disliked. Very easy question for me. Don't look up. 
You didn't like so it. So many people. I hated Don't Look Up. I uh, did you like it, Frank? I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Oh, do you like your subtlety with a sledgehammer <laughs> to the head, Frank? Oh my God! It was trying. Frank, do yourself a favor, Frank. Do yourself a favor and and make Rachel watch it. Go and watch. Don't watch any of the Oscar nominees if you like that. Go watch Stanley Kubrick's Doctor Strangelove, or how we learned to stop worrying. Sure. Well, I've seen Doctor Strangelove. I, I well, think that is on Rachel. You need to see it again to remember how. So, so then you realize how bad. Don't look. Fair, fair enough, um, Jason. Yeah. It is always a treat, my friend. Um, I will look forward to our next in-person interaction and our next radio interaction. Absolutely. Uh, tremendous. Great, great being back on the radio. Thank you. you. Check out care, Jason Frank. and his reviews at panandslam.com. Uh, it's panandslam.com. There's also a really neat podcast on there where they go over blockbuster flops. Uh, it's called Real Big Mistakes. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Panandslam.com. Check it out. I think you'll like it. 